guys. Welcome back to the 626 Podcast. Welcome back. Um, this week, we wanted to talk about, because I think if you guys heard our previous podcast, mm-hmm. we had talked about goal setting and kind of went really deep into that. Sustainability. Sustainability. That's the big word for the year. But um, I think this one kind of came from a lot of like the comments and stuff and like people saying like, hey, okay, that's great. How do I set those goals if I'm drowning? That was kind of the comment. Like, okay. Like, I'm not just, I'm not on the island as much as I'm like on, on the beach. <laughs> I'm doggy battling and drinking yeah. water. <laughs> like, how do I do that? Um, and we've been there as <laughs> we're well experienced to it. Mm. Um, how do you like accomplish anything in life? How do you remotely get forward if you are drowning um, or you're taking on water or whatever you want to analogy you want to go to? A lot of nautical analogies. Um, so Tori, I mean, as an expert, go ahead and explain to us what you're supposed to do. I'll excuse myself. <laughs> um, I don't, I mean, I don't even, I don't know. That's a hard one when it comes to like trying to get like for me specifically editing yeah. is what would be more of the drowning factor because that is my job. Um, and like having a bunch of weddings and having a bunch of, I mean, it's uh, when you don't have the drive yeah. and you're burnt out yeah, because you've been burnt at both ends, it's really difficult to like get the gusto to do it. Cause the way that my personality is, is like, if I'm overwhelmed by something, I don't touch it, <laughs> which yeah. makes it worse because then it doesn't get done and it just gets kicked down further and then it becomes more overwhelming and then I don't want to deal with it anymore. But then it's like when you finally buck up and do it, it's like two seconds. I think that's a human trait in general. Yeah. Like, hey, we'd rather avoid the hard, the thing that's confusing or over or overstimulating. Yes. And we'd seek to do the thing that's easy. Um, Mark Rober kind of talked about it and I guess it's a, it's like a mind response where it's like our brain naturally seeks out dopamine and like that dopamine hit Mm -hmm. and will naturally try to avoid the things that don't give it that hit. But also the more it gets that hit, the harder it gets to get more of that. So if we rethink our brain and kind of take control of it and go, I'm going to seek out doing the things that I know don't bring me comfort, do those first then our brain's naturally going to start to find joy in those things or try to find a way to go about it differently. Didn't you say it was like a like a reward system in a way? Yeah. Or something like that? Like you're, yeah. you're like disciplining your brain to be like, no, buck up. We're going to do the thing yeah. that's not fun. And then like later on is we'll when do the it fun starts thing to and like- Your brain will be like, okay, I'm going to reward you with even more of yeah. a hit here. Um, and that's all theoretical stuff, but it's an idea that I think is really cool and really like, relevant to a situation where you're miserable or you're drowning or you're overwhelmed and like let's first define that because what does drowning mean and i think I in the like con- that's subjective it is subjective but i think overall the idea of drowning is like if you're drowning or you're overwhelmed it's overwhelmed it literally is like hey i'm overwhelmed with what's happening i'm overwhelmed with the situation in my life where my life is at i am not able to handle all this and i think the first things you have to do in those situations is one acknowledge it and two stop lying to yourself and like the first one is like one two punches in both these episodes yeah but i think it's the truth is like okay Mm -hmm. first thing you do is hey i'm overwhelmed like i have burnt the candle from both ends because if you just keep denying it you will keep running and keep trying and keep trudging water Mm -hmm. thinking that you can get out because you're lying to yourself yeah and that's why the second one is stop lying to yourself and what i mean by that is the lie is not so much that hey i'm not overwhelmed the lie is 
if I just get to A, this will be easier. If I could just get to X, this will be easier. And like, this is the lie. And this is the truth. This moment right now, in all likelihood, is easy, is the easiest moment of your life. And here's what I mean by that. Everybody go back to elementary school. Was that harder in elementary school than it is in your 30s? No. You had no responsibilities. Everything was taken care of. You had no responsibilities. You got playtime on the playground and you had friends and all you had to worry about was just being a kid. Yeah, like our son. Purple ketchup. Oh gosh, purple ketchup. Our son is three and there have been multiple times where he'll just, we'll be like, hey, we're not doing that. Like he'll want to do something crazy and we'll be like, no. And he'll just look down and walk to his room and he'll go sit in his room and he'll go... I'm sad. And it's like, what, what kid? Everything is taken care of for you. Literally. Everything that you can think of is taken care of he and covered for you. He doesn't have that perspective, though. No, he doesn't. And yeah. you don't have that perspective. No, because you don't. in that moment, that is the worst you've ever been. That is the worst. Like, it is, life is as hard as it ever could be in that moment. Yeah. Now, there's going to be seasons and things like that. That does change. But overall, your life is as easy as it will ever be in that moment. Because as you get older, you get more responsibilities. You start having kids, get married, mm-hmm. you have a spouse you got to take care of. More and more things start to pull your time, yeah. your money, and your energy. And they don't ever stop. No. Like, I'm 30-something, and I would like to pretend that, like, oh, yeah, my life is easier now than it was 10 years ago, four nah, years ago. fam. No. Like, when I was in my 20s, I was grinding a lot. Yes, I was going to college and trying to run a business, and it was a lot. But I cannot look at that and go, yeah, no, that time, that time was the hardest. It was harder then than it is now. No, it's harder now. I have a three-year-old that when I'm done working out, I'm done doing all my work and done doing all this stuff, who comes home and goes, daddy, chase me. <laughs> okay. We'll daddy, finish. pick me up. Throw me. Like, you yeah. know, let's go on a walk. Let's go play in the field. You know, <laughs> let's go play statues. Let's go play pizza they shop. They never stop. Like, I have a new thing taking my energy. Now I have a second one on the way. Like, yeah. So my life's not going to get easier. Not necessarily. My approach to it might get easier. Mm-hmm. How I handle it might get easier. But my life's not getting any easier. So the lie that we tell ourselves is we just convince ourselves, hey, if I can just get through this, I'll do this. If I can just, okay, if I just get through this project, if I just get through this, these edits, if I just get through this, then everything will get better. And what it does is it prolongs that situation because we'll go, okay, just got to grind it out. And you're not putting any steps in place to make sure you don't end up in the situation again. Yeah. And there's always going to be another. Always another. Of that. Always. Another. There's always going to be another job. There's always going to be another edit. There's always going to be another something that you have to do that is similar to what it is that you're trying to be like, if I just get through this now, then blah, blah, blah. So it's like, just... I don't even know my words. Like if you sit down and you figure out how to get through it now and yeah. continue to be able to sustain and work through it, like, yeah. cause there's, it's always going to be. Yeah. Let's, so let's look at it in a practical situation. Cause I think theoretically from a thousand, from 30,000 feet, it's really easy to be like that, but let's go into a yeah. practical. Let's say, Hey, I'm drowning in edits. I only have so much time in the day, Yeah, you know, and I also have a family. Like, how am I going to, do this? How am I going to get out of this drowning in edits? So your first thing is go, can I offload them? Can I pass this on? Can I outsource? Can I subcontract? Are these options? Financially, might not be an option. 
you might also take a hit and you might just have to accept you're not going to make as much on the project as you originally planned to. Yeah. But that may be the practical step. If you don't have any time, then you need to actually figure out how to get that time back. You're not making more time. And like you can go ahead and be like, I'm going to pull an all nighter and get it done. No. You're going to pay for that on the other side. Oh, yeah. So something so else has to pause. So either way you lose your time. Exactly. Something else has to pause. Yeah. So like if you're working two jobs, one of them's got to take a sick day. You got to use some time. Are you sacrificing PTO? Are you sacrificing this stuff? Yeah. Or if you're, you know, just a freelancer who's swamped, that means you might have to turn down other income and you just have to deal with it. Like you're going to have to make the hard decisions because you won't be able to get to a position where you can make good, smart and growth decisions. You can't grow with a chain attached around you. Mm-hmm. Like you're never going to be able to do that. You cannot grow your business. You cannot grow your stuff. You cannot launch any new things. You cannot do any of those things. If you have a thousand pound anchor, whether it be edits, whether it be business stuff, whether it be like these other things, when if they're hell holding you back, you can't move forward. Mm-hmm. You can pretend and think you're moving forward, but the reality is you're just getting pulled backwards. So that's the first thing is like, hey, one, acknowledge I'm overwhelmed. Okay. Two, I'm not going to lie to myself. Like it's not going to get better tomorrow. Yeah. I'm not, I'm at the easiest point that it'll ever be. So I need to figure out what, what's causing this. How did I get to this situation? Okay. So like for us, um, for me, I know when we were, had our big editing backlog, what got me in the situation was my time management during the day. I was not committing that much. Like I was working eight hours a day, but it was 30 minutes on this. Okay. 30 minutes on this. Then I got to go do this. Then to this. And it's like, okay, but you're, you're doing too much in a day. Yeah. You're doing too much in a day and you're not actually getting any progress on the thing that needs to get progress on. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, it, it's the equivalent of like, okay, I need to chop down a forest. What's the better method to go hack at one tree every few seconds or to take one tree at a time, just take it all the way out. The reality is it's probably going to be take the tree out. Take one tree out. Okay, got it. I've at least knocked the started knocking the forest down. Mm-hmm. If I go through and hit every single tree with one axe swing, I'm going to be there forever. Yeah. Like, yes, eventually all the trees might fall. But by the time I've gotten to that point, there may be four more trees that sprouted I was up. Say, yeah, because then in that time that you're doing it, <laughs> trees are growing also. Exactly. So it's like you'd be better off to take one tree down, keep moving. Keep one one tree down, keep moving. I mean, one tree always, down, keep moving. I always go back to our science teacher in high school, Miss Slade. Oh yeah. Shout out Miss like, Slade. How how do you eat an elephant? And we all looked at her like she was insane. And I was like, I don't eat elephants. She's like, How do you eat an elephant? And I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, one bite at a time. Yeah. One bite at a time. You don't eat the whole thing. You don't like try and do all these events, just one bite at a time. So shout out to Miss Slade though, because she was a very underrated teacher in preparing us for college because she was the one of the first high school teachers I had next to Miss Curran, who was just straight up like, this is going to be hard. Man, Miss Slade scared me. Miss Curran like, scared me. <laughs> she was like, hey, straight up, this is going to be hard. Here's why it's going to be hard. Here's how much I'm asking of you. Like she was straight up like this was She was before, very straight up in the beginning. This yeah. was basically in a syllabus in high school and we were like sophomores. I don't remember what it was. I think I was, I, think I, I was had a, her in ninth grade, yeah, was which freshman. was like, gosh, you step into a brand new like world yeah. of high school and then you've got like this teacher that's like, boom. Yeah. She was like, here's all the things I expect from you. This is hard. Okay. But here's how you're going to do it. Yeah. And I love that because that like prepped me for college. Cause like when you get to college, your professor does not care if you pass or fail. Nope. Your professor doesn't care if you show up. It's all on you. Yep. And it's like, 
they're they're literally going to st- hand you that syllabus, hand you all that stuff, and go and expect you to have just, fun. Yep. Hope you can self you can you can work hard at it. Figure it you, out. You got this. Good luck, dummies. <laughs> and it's like that's the kind of thing. Like in general, like you have to have that self discipline. But that's mm-hmm. kind of a sidetrack because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, shout out Miss Lloyd. Though. Yeah, but it was that was always something like when you're yeah. trying to achieve, and I always I say that to you too. Yeah. Where like whenever you're like, oh, I don't even. I've just got so much I have to do, you know. And I'm like, one thing at a time. Yeah. So here's the strategies that I would take for you if you're going into it and you're like, I'm drowning. I don't know how to get out of it. First thing, like I said, um, acknowledge you're overwhelmed. If you don't acknowledge it, and I mean verbally out loud say it so all of your brain can hear it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, hey, I'm going to say I'm overwhelmed. I'm burning out. Okay. Two, acknowledge that this is not going to be solved by just kicking the can down the road. Yeah. Like I cannot tell you how many times I've heard it and how many times I've said it where it's like, I just got to get through the busy season. If I just mm-hmm. get through the wedding season, it'll all be fine once the summer slows down a little. Once this slows down a little. But it doesn't. It never, ever slows down. Your life is never going to get easier. There's not going to magically be more hours in the day. Yeah. You're not going to suddenly have no other responsibilities unless something terrible happens. But like you're always going to get harder. Like your life just progressively gets more and more and more and more difficult. It'll peak out eventually. But until you retire – you're always going to get more responsibility, more work, more things. You may get more pay, but you're always going to have more of your time taken up by something. Yeah. You have less and less control over your time and your life the older you get. Mm-hmm. Okay. So once you acknowledge that, that's all the depressing stuff. That's all the like, okay, reality check, toughen up thing. <laughs> yeah. Now the practicality comes in in that, okay, step one, identify everything you have. What do I have to, there's a plane flying. Sorry, there's there. a jet. Yeah. So identify all the steps that you have. So like, hey, okay, I have five projects and I need to get them all done. Okay, let's break them down. Here's how we're going to eat the elephants. Mm -hmm. Let's break them down into their smallest forms. Like, okay, for like a wedding. Okay, my smallest form when I do like a wedding video is step one, import the project. Boom, knock that out. That's super easy. Step two, find the music. That is a very time consuming part for me is finding the songs. Yes. And it's awful. Yeah. And sometimes I got to go to a coffee shop. Sometimes I got to go sit outside, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to sit there until I find the songs. Now, for that I do project. think that helped a lot of you changing where you find the songs. Cause yes. you used to sit in the office and be like, this is so, I hate this. I and then you this. like, finally were like, you know what? I'm going to put my headphones on. I'm going to go on a walk and I'm going to see if I can find something or I'm going to go. So yeah. it's like that helped too. So like, that's my step there. Okay. And like you just start breaking the project down into smaller stuff. It sounds like it's not going to work. And it's so easy to go, that won't work for me. But you have to try it. Yeah. You have to do it. And that's the big thing is like your brain is paralyzed right now with the I, I can't do this. And our brains like to see a task as a much smaller problem. If it is a massive thing, it will not be able to perceive that we can ever complete this. Mm-hmm. But if we break it down into smaller steps, our brains can go, Oh, I can knock that out. I can knock that out. I can knock that out. Don't keep looking at the big picture. Look at the small ones. All right. Look at the, don't look at the forest. Look at the tree. I have to finish the tree in front of me. I'll get to the forest. I'll look at the tree in front of me. So we just keep going and going and going and going and work on it that way. So break the projects down in that step. And then the last big one is once you've broken it down into the small steps, you can kind of get a picture of how it's going to, how it's going to go. You have to have that real conversation now. Okay. What can be done to make sure I can accomplish this. What do I have to do to get rid of one? What can I do to get stop letting me get into the situation? And two, what can I either offload? What can I, you know, push off? What can I move? What can I cancel? What can I get out of? What are those things? Or if I, you know, hey, 
I need to go talk to my spouse and be like, look, I'm drowning. You are not going to get the best out of me until I'm out of this situation. Okay. So me and you need to have a conversation of like, how do we, how can I get out of the situation I'm in as a team? You know, um, you know, we've had to do that many times where it's like, Hey, I'm behind on these edit story. Yeah. You're going to have to take Caden and you're going to have to, I'm going to have to lock myself in the office and get this done. Yeah. And you know, you've had those situations where like, Hey, I have to finish these photos. They have to get out. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well me and Caden are going to take care of it today. Yep. And it's a difficult conversation, but you have to be able to communicate. And if you're by yourself and you don't have that, there's other things that are probably taking your time. Like, Hey family, Hey, you know, mom, dad, I can't hang out tonight. Or Hey friends, I can't hang out tonight. I've and this is not this. a like, don't ever hang out with anybody ever Correct. again. Don't ever do anything fun ever again. Don't ever like, you know, don't do this. Don't it's, it's just, it is to get you out of the hole you are in. Correct. And it is temporary. Correct. And it will stay temporary if you take the steps to put the things in place. To make sure it never To make sure again. that it's temporary. Like, if you're an editor, and that's what I think about a lot, is like, how long does it realistically take you to finish something? If you sit down and like, that's it. it. You don't, focus don't, on it, you do it. Yeah, and don't guess. Actually set a timer and be like, okay, it takes me this long to finish something. Like, I know there's a project that's reoccurring that I'm like, it takes me three hours to finish that. Mm-hmm. Four hours if I really run into a wall, but three hours, I will finish it. Yeah. Okay, great. If it takes you three or four hours to finish it, plan five hours of your day that are going to be locked on just doing that. And that's just the reality of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now I know that, okay, five hours of my day are doing that. I really don't get eight hours of work in because I have to do emails and stuff. So like that's one day of work right there on that project. I'm being realistic. Okay, cool. And like, that's how I'm going to plan out my attack method is like, okay, boom, I've got five hours of my day dedicated to this. That's what's taking my time. That's what I'm doing today. I'm not going to put seven things on my to-do list for the day. I'm going to put one on it and I'm going to go accomplish it. And you know what? I might not feel great afterwards. I might feel like, oh, I didn't really do anything, but I did something. Mm-hmm. I made some progress. And that's how you start addressing this when you're drowning is like, okay, work to get out of drowning. Work to get out of the water. Mm-hmm. You should not be making comfort. You shouldn't be trying to grow gills. You should be figuring <laughs> out how to get out of the water and figure out how to get out of the water. You need to also figure out how did the heck did I get in here? How did I fall off the boat? How did I run into the sea? How did I end up in this situation? Yeah. And that's the, that's the big one you have to figure out is and it's being honest with yourself Very much so. is a big one and, and not just like, well, you know, I might've just, you know, da, 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 you know, I may have just, and it's like, like with me with editing like weddings and stuff. No, it's because I kept putting it off. Yeah. Well, like yeah. it's Sorry. because I let things take my time, yeah. not take my time. I gave my time to other things. And it, and this isn't to say that like, the reason that you're in your situation is all your fault because mm. part of the b- delay that we had last year was because I lost my mom. Like yeah. I wasn't editing during that time. No. Like that had nothing to do with anything anyone did. It just is a terrible life event that occurred. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about that situation. And that's where you have to come into the thing where you're like, for us, we were able to be like, all right, I can outsource some of this. Yeah. I can offload some of this, mm-hmm. but you have to get ahead. You have to get to a position where you can, okay, I'm good. I'm not drowning anymore. Well, I'm, it also, I'm treading water better. It also helps in those situations where like, you know, you have big life altering events and you have like, you know, leaning into people like yeah, leaning in to other people and just being honest, which I know yeah. is really difficult for, you know, for people. Yeah. But 
it's just don't, you know, don't be afraid to be like, <laughs> I'm not doing well. <laughs> like I need, I need yeah. help. I'm struggling in these areas. I'm, you know, and it's like, cause then you can lean into a support system, which then helps you, you know, get to a better place. Yeah. But I mean, gosh, healing is not linear. So Ooh, that's good. I mean, it's not like you have your days where you're like, or even your months where you're like, I'm friggin' yes. Awesome. I'm yeah. doing great. And then something happens out of the blue and you're like, I'm unwell. Yeah. You know? So it's like, but also acknowledging there's a lot of being honest with yourself yes, <laughs> that's which is required, the thing. which is very difficult. Um, but it helps a lot to acknowledge things about yourself, about your mentality, about how you're approaching things, about how you're interpreting things. Like, so that plays into it really well, which is yeah. a good, that's a good thing to practice. And I think that's, that's why it's so important to like, you said, like be honest with yourself. You have to first acknowledge that you're overwhelmed and yep. to acknowledge that this is not going to magically get better because listen, this is the, the biggest fear here is if you lie to yourself and say, if I just get to, if I just finish X, Y will be easier. Yeah. You will just keep adding things to it because you're going to convince yourself that this is just a short term situation. Oh yeah. I can take on that project. Absolutely. Because I'll be fine. I just need to finish these things and I'll get out of this and it'll be fine. But no, you can't keep taking on those projects. You can't keep adding to the situation yeah. because you haven't addressed that this is not a situation that's temporary. This is a reoccurring situation over and over and over again. And until you figured it out, you're going to keep adding weights to yourself while you're underwater and making mm -hmm. it harder on yourself. So you have to acknowledge the fact that like, no, life does not get easier. It will not get simpler. I will not suddenly add more day hours to my day. This is what the situation is. It's only going to get harder from here. So how can I make this easier and more sustainable? Sustainability. The, the word of the year for us. She keeps popping up. It, it, because that's going to be our theme over and over again. Again, like on our, on our garage wall there, it says what you start doesn't matter if you never finish. Mm -hmm. If you can't get to the finish line, it doesn't matter. Like for the, like, cause I've been running more 5k stuff lately. It's been Great. Awesome. Like if the goal is to run the 5k, then you need to finish the 5k because you starting out on a sprint may be great, but if you collapse and don't get it to the finish line and you didn't run the 5k, you mm -hmm. just ran. Mm -hmm. Like if, if life, life is so much more of a marathon, it's so much more of like, okay, I might not be able to sprint or run through the whole marathon. I may have to walk some, but at least I finished the marathon. At least I can say I did it. Yeah. And like that is really why sustainability is so important. And that's honestly, I mean, now that you said that, that ties into like when I ran my half. Yeah. I didn't run the whole dang thing. That's insane. Yeah. For me. Exactly. Like I did, I had, I developed a system to finish and I put it into like the things when I would practice with, you know, my runs, my long runs, my short runs, my easy runs, my recovery runs, all of it. It all got tied into it where when I came up to doing the half, I would run and then the first minute of every mile I walked Yeah, and then I would run and then the first minute and it was, and that gave me sustainability through the entire thing to be able to finish it. Yeah. Cause if I ran that whole dang thing, like I can run a 5k nonstop, but a half marathon, yeah. let alone a full, yeah. geez Louise. Like, so I mean that tied into that too, of making that like a sustainable, like I broke it down into bite-sized pieces broke down the elephant Yep. and I figured out, okay, this is the best way for me to be able to get through it Yeah. and do well. Yeah. You know, not just, not just get through it, but you know, yeah. 
But yeah. What part of the elephant would you eat first? Mm, I don't want to talk about that because I wouldn't eat an elephant. Nah, agreed. I just can't. But obviously it's the tail. No, the that's so easiest. close to the butt. Yeah, it's easy. You have to eat the butt eventually. No, <laughs> that's so close to the butt. But then would an elephant butt actually be the shoulder and vice versa? Because that's what a pig is whenever they sell the meat. And on that note, <laughs> that's probably how we transition. It's a logical thought process. <laughs> Guys, thanks for joining us on this episode of the 626 Podcast. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. If you enjoy the 626 podcast, the best thing you can do for us is to share it with a friend and leave a five-star review. It helps us a lot to get discovered. And be sure to check us out on Instagram at 626podcast.